Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. This is Family Life Hometowns, a chance to get to know the stories behind the cities, towns, villages, and burgs that make up the Family Life listening area. We take a look at their history and learn what makes them special. Today, we spotlight Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. The area that was to become Lock Haven got off to a rather tumultuous start. Nestled along the confluence of the West Branch of the Susquehanna River and Bald Eagle Creek, the British took control of the area from the Iroquois in 1768 with the signing of the first Treaty of Fort Stanwix. However, despite official British control, colonist settlers began to appropriate land there. The first documented settler, Cleary Campbell, built a log cabin near the present site of Lockhaven University. More settlers and forts followed. As the American Revolution unfolded, the Iroquois, encouraged by the British, attacked the colonist settlements, which were quickly abandoned in what became known as the Big Runaway. Most fled to what is now Sunbury, while the homes and forts they left behind were burned to the ground. But once the British lost the Revolutionary War and the Iroquois an ally, a second Treaty of Fort Stanwix was signed in 1784, this time between the Iroquois and the United States, transferring most of the Iroquois land in Pennsylvania, including Lockhaven, to U.S. control. Fast forward to 1833 as Lockhaven was officially established and quickly began to prosper. Founder Jeremiah Church chose the spot and named it for a couple of the area's defining characteristics, its canal lock and the safe haven it provided for loggers, boatmen, and others passing through. That lock was part of the West Branch Division of the Pennsylvania Canal System. Access spurred a flood of rapid growth. The fledgling nation needed timber for homes, boats, and bridges, and the forests of Clinton County had plenty of sturdy lumber to offer, and the already thriving local lumber industry was able to export those crucial resources via the Pennsylvania Canal System, which, before the railroads began to pick up steam, connected Lockhaven to the likes of Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. During the heyday of the canals and the logging boom, it was a common sight to see 12 by 80 foot boats floating by, carrying not only lumber, but also passengers, mail, and other cargo. Lockhaven's population more than doubled during that period. In the 1860s, the Philadelphia and Erie Railroad arrived in town, and along with it, a building boom. The lumber continued to flow through Lockhaven by boat, by float, and by rail until lumber production began to finally taper off statewide in the 1880s. Also during that time, the small Central State Normal School was established to train teachers, an institution that one day would grow to become Lockhaven University. As the canal boats disappeared, other forms of transportation took their place, including the town's first electric trolley in 1894, though its run ended after World War I, losing out to the growing popularity of automobiles and buses. In 1937, the Piper Aircraft Company replaced a fire-ravaged plant in Bradford with a Lockhaven facility. It would remain a fixture in the area until 1984 when the company shifted operations to Florida, though the popular Piper Aviation Museum remains to this day. 
Flooding has been an all-too-frequent visitor to the area, perhaps none worse than that caused by Hurricane Agnes in 1972, causing significant damage. Better flood barriers were built after that, proving effective in safeguarding the city since. The Lock Haven of today, population about 8,200, still features the beautiful scenery of the Susquehanna River as the focal point of a quiet, picturesque city with grand Victorian homes and plenty of scenic parks, including Canal Park, featuring the original Canal Lock for which Lock Haven, PA, is named. You've been listening to Family Life Hometowns, a look at the cities, towns, villages, and burgs that make up the Family Life listening area. Please join us again next time for another edition of Family Life Hometowns.